and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I am joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, how are you? I'm all right. You know, living in existential dread, but whatever. Yeah, you know, we What's new? all got to live in existential dread. Um, before we start this podcast, we'll where we will be talking about um, the future of the Supreme Court and also a fun debate preview because remember, everybody, there's a fucking debate next week. Ugh. Um, wanted to start with um, something that is super important and just wanted to say hooray for everyone. We, we um, protesters have been out in the streets um, since the killing of Breonna Taylor um, back in March. And finally... Her neighbors' walls get justice. No charges um, for the death of Breonna Taylor. However, Brett Hankison has been charged with three counts of wanton, I don't remember what the fuck it was, wanton endangerment um, for shooting <laughs> her neighbors' walls. Not, not one bullet fired that hit Breonna Taylor was in the eyes of the justice system, a problem, which is a fucking huge problem. Um, <laughs> I, I, I struggle to find the words to, uh, to talk to people who just don't understand why people have a problem with the police and what has happened with the police. And I just, I just want to, from the bottom of my heart, let you all know they've been getting away with this forever. And the fact that they're still getting away with it is infuriating to people. So you're going to have unrest in your streets and you're going to have people who are screaming and no longer begging, but now demanding change. And that's the fucking way it is. This is... This... <laughs> this is a miscarriage of justice. It is absolutely baffling that there is no charge of murder for any officer involved in it. Cosgrove gets off. Mattingly gets off. Hankison gets off. And it's disgusting. So when you talk to people who talk about this and wonder why they're really upset, um, it's because we live in a country where the police can shoot whatever black person they want to. And nine out of nine and a half, nine point nine out of ten times, nothing happens. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about other things that don't make me want to throw all of my stuff. Um, uh, also, we'd like to introduce our guest. Um, sorry for introducing you in this very sad way, but welcome to the show. You heard her last week in an interview that we had with her. She is the um, she is the debate correspondent for Alcoholics, now the SCOTUS correspondent for Alcoholics, um, works for Action Together, and she is all around awesome. Jess Britton. Jess, how are you? Well, you know, I'm okay. I think um, assuming that we're going to talk about things that don't make any of us want to throw all of our stuff is a bit of a reach, but <laughs> yeah. but here we are. Um, and I can I just say something and like you can cut me off if you want, but sure. I, I just really appreciate your 
candor and honesty on this podcast in the last couple months because I I can't imagine how difficult it is to talk about, but I'm glad that you're talking about it because it's it's really important and we need that voice in the conversation so much. And as like a friend, I just really appreciate it and wanted to say that. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Katrina, I think you did a really great job talking about this and oh my god sorry i thought that would be really funny that was wow that was really good that was i'm not normally the jokester but like i know know, tonight i just feel it she hit that joke real good too like that was like i was i i really spoke over you Mm -hmm. i 100 i was gonna say something and you just popped right in there and i find that way better than anything i could have (laughs) possibly said no seriously thank you i really appreciate that because the, the alternative is i sit here and like like angry cry on my own so i do yeah. like that i get to let this out and that people care to listen and try to understand um so honestly thank you thank you thank you um but let's start with an unfortunate al correction um we we I, hear- I blame terrain for this Okay, well, don't. That's not cool. We here at the podcast, sometimes, uh, you know how people can live in an echo chamber? Um, When it's two people just talking to each other, um, we can say things and we don't know where it originates, but we just assume that the other is telling the truth or or looked this up or was right about this. Um, Last week, um, we had said that there was a statement from Murkowski, which Ended up being true, but wasn't true at the time that we said it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd, li- I'd like to say, I'd like to say, fuck, we're pretty, we're pretty clairvoyant. Psychic. Um, <laughs> however. That sweet, sweet Marianne Williamson energy We got on. that. Look, baby, we got them crystal balls. But. Love it. Unfortunately, um, we also said there was a statement from Mitt Romney. Uh, and that was not true. That was not factual. We are very, very sorry. We got that. We we got that wrong. And um, we know that some people, for one reason or another, get their news from this podcast. Which, by the way, don't do that. Get other like <laughs> go go look at other news sources. I am not a journalist. Katrina is not a journalist. No. We literally just sit here and you know read news stories and get angry and then talk about it on the weekends. Um, but. We, I, we and do then a- reading news stories is like, that's a bit much. No, I read to. news stories. I have yeah. a New York Times subscription, See, baby. You may read news stories. I <laughs> listen to what you tell me, uh-huh. which is how this happened. Oh, great. So she, <laughs> oh, again, is trying to pin this on me. <laughs> you told I, me it happened. I think you told me it happened. No, I didn't. How would I? I don't right, read well, news you stories. You know what? You so, know what? Everybody. So alcoholics listeners, <laughs> let me just tell you that before we started recording, we were discussing how the pandemic has affected relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that this context is important uh-huh. right now. Yep, yep. Continue. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Put on my best NPR voice. <laughs> like, was I listening to All Things Considered right now? Yes, you were. Um. So, uh, yes, we were wrong. In fact, um, Mitt Romney has actually 
um, sided with Mitch McConnell, um, putting out this super cool statement saying something along the lines of, like, uh, the Democrats can't assume they don't have the right to a liberal court or some fucking nonsense like that. I I was annoyed, so I didn't read it fully. Um, so... <laughs> Um, oh, with, <laughs> with Mitt Romney, yeah, I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> um, just, I mean, I didn't read it at all, but I, just, I'm not, it was just I'm some like long, that I did. it was just, I just some, heard Romney, go, Romney did exactly what I expected him to right. do, and I moved on. <laughs> and it, was, it was like, we, unfortunately, like some people on the left, you know, like Romney has like delivered some, you know, uh, dissenting wins for the left in recent times and for some reason people were just like he's going to be the ally and like he's not um he's not he's still Mitt Romney we we gotta remember he's still Mitt Romney um so with Mitt Romney um releasing his statement that um supports Mitch McConnell um you also have Cory Gardner who remember is um, up for re-election in Colorado, releasing a statement saying that he is on the side of Mitch McConnell. You're kind of looking at a... Ooh, I did read his statement. Did you? Wait, I did. Yeah. What a fucking dick. <laughs> I think I sent you... Wait, I just remembered this. I, I think you think posted I it. You. I think you posted it. I think it. I sent because I think he was my... Fuck that guy yeah. for that particular day. Yes. Yeah. We, Dick. we, we un- unofficially, sorry, <laughs> unofficially Jess has on, on her page, um, just every so often we get the, fu- the, the, uh, the recurring segment of fuck this guy. And Corey Gardner was the, um, was, was the, the recipient. Winner, like on Tuesday or something. <laughs> so he'll be receiving his tote bag. Mm-hmm. Email. We're going to send it to him. We're going to send it to him. We have, <laughs> his, we have yeah. his Senate address. Fuck that guy. But um, so it looks like there are um, enough votes um, for them to ram a Supreme Court justice in. And we do have um, it looks like uh, we're recording this on a Friday night. It looks like um, Amy Coney Barrett will be the choice. Um, so I will open the floor. What do we think this, uh, what do we think the impacts for the um, Supreme Court are going forward? Um, Katrina, do you want to start? Bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad. Um, So Amy Barrett, I keep forgetting what the middle one is. Coney. Coney. Amy Coney Barrett is 48 years old. So, um, she's going to be on the court forever. Yeah. I think the only other, like, I don't know how old Alito is. Uh, I know we just looked up Clarence Thomas. He's like early seventies. It's every like other conservative judge is like forties or fifties. So this is literally like three decades of a conservative majority. Alito is 70. 70. All right. So at least 10 years <laughs> for those two guys. It's ba- it's like really bad. Like really really bad. Um I mean Barrett, I I saw she clerked and considers Scalia a mentor. 
So she clerk under him and considers Already him a mentor. She's That's an, always a great yeah. sign. <laughs> She's an originalist, you know, literal definition of the Constitution kind of person. Um, it's not great for us. She um, has made, made some statements about, like, the Affordable Care Act, uh, which are bad because it's up against the Supreme Court again. So, you know, just like everything we like is in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how uh, else to put it. It's really, really, really bad. And when you say, and I just want to be clear. It's a bad. I, when you say, so you when you say things, things we like, you mean, you know, in, incredibly important human rights, right? Right, yes. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I was close. <laughs> Cats, voting rights, same def. Um, almost, almost the same. Jess, what were your what are your what are your thoughts regarding? I think she's great. I hate to disagree with Katrina, but I think she's gonna be awesome. okay. Counterpoint. I love it. <laughs> no, it's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. God, like she is. I mean, she. Listen, if Mitch McConnell is a big fan. That's never a good sign, no. right? No. And like the fact that they literally had her on the shortlist when Kennedy retired and said, "Nope, we're gonna hold off in case Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies," mm-hmm. is like so fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Because now it's gonna be there's gonna be some stupid conversations. Well, it's a woman. Yep. It's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I'm really like, who? I, I kept getting updates like, Trump says it'll probably be a woman, and Trump commits to it being a woman. I'm just like, who the fuck is asking Trump to make it? Like, there is not a single liberal in the world who's like, it better be a woman. As long as it's a woman, <laughs> it'll be okay. And we know no. the Republicans do not care about that whatsoever. So I'm just like, who's asking what, for this? Who cares? I think, I, I it, it, just to be the one who kind of, I think they're they're doing it in like an optics fight, right? Like, they're, they're, they're... Sure, but who cares? I agree that, I agree that at large, no one should care. However... Remember who American media is, right? So we're going to get also bad. Yeah, also yeah. also bad. bad, very bad. So we're gonna. That's the title of this episode just <laughs> bad. bad. It's bad. a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad. So like you're gonna get like that like media narrative of um, yeah. Democrats are opposing woman who uh, to replace Ruth Bader. Like like that's that's the narrative they're looking to they're looking to grab, and it'll it'll distract from the narrative of every Republican in the Senate backtracks on where they were four years ago further out like no one's no one's gonna be talking about how pat toomey was like no we can't during an election year 200 and some days before the election absolutely not we can't do that but 40 but like 39 days before the election it's like fucking get this justice in we need this justice like like, i'm I'm gonna fucking talk about that a lot i mean Uh, yeah the they won't and that's what's so gross about it like the just complete and total 
piece of fiction that each of them have come out with saying why it's okay now in this scenario. It's just, ugh, it just yep. makes me well, just so livid. Well, I think the problem really is, like, uh, I mean, before Trump, I think before Obama even, it was like, there was like a real... And it was stupid, but there was a real sense of, like, political decency that Mm -hmm. mattered to, like, the electorate. (laughs) And I think with Trump and every single thing he's done, these senators, these politicians, everybody's realizing it actually doesn't matter. Like, your, your word doesn't matter like it used to, like, they used to think it did, and your actual stances don't really matter. It's just like we whatever way the electorate feels like swinging that day is all that matters. We don't live in a we don't live in a Sorkinist world. No, we don't live in like where goodness and decency, regardless of what side of the fight you're on, matters. We're in uh, a a dog eat dog fucking like bloody bare knuckle boxing kind of world where you have to be prepared to uh like sucker punch your sucker punch your opponent uh, at any moment yeah i i think yeah. we'll like i'll be that's very... i still love most of serkin's works <laughs> i'll be very shocked if Same. lindsey graham loses his senate seat and i think that's just like the testament to it doesn't matter because you can, I, I mean, there is so much footage of Lindsey Graham <laughs> no. saying the exact opposite of what he currently says. And it's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter to anyone. It doesn't even matter to anyone anymore. So if you're looking, uh, by the way, I'll say this one. I, I, I think I agree with you to an extent that it doesn't matter to a lot of people. It does matter to some people. That's why if you look at polling, Lindsey Graham is in a close race. Is uh, he, is he, uh, look, but I don't I, want to hear about polling. I, I want to see the actual results. Right. But election. we don't have that. So we have to go on the polling. So I will say this. I do agree with you that. Look, am I am I looking at like am I looking at Lindsay as someone to lose their seat? I would say he's likely in the lower in the lower tier of people who can. But you also have the like people who are like fucking Susan Collins doing the things that she has done, and they're like absolutely not. I'm I, I don't I think that you have you have masqueraded as a as a moderate um tempered tempered um um senator for long enough and i don't believe you actually are that and it's time to get you out of there like you i I think that i think that to an extent this does matter to some voters i I agree that for the for the large swath of people it probably doesn't but i think that there are a lot of voters that still care about decency and still care about um uh, these people following the things that they said previously I, I would agree, and I think, like, I, I, I almost think we're being, like, we're, we're maybe forgetting about the fact that the media landscape is also so problematic mm-hmm. that, that the people that you're talking about that don't care also probably don't know, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time. Like, if you're getting your information from, you know whatever nonsense you can find on Facebook from some conservative whoever, 
or Fox News, which is not much better, they just have better cameras, Mm -hmm. like, then you don't even recognize that there's, because it was, four years ago, it was posed as such a different thing when they all said, well, you can't, to Obama, you know, you can't nominate someone in the year of an election. Like, I'm sure that that information was not given to them in a factual way. Mm -hmm. And then you look at, you know, the fact that so many people get their, quote, news, unquote, from social media, and they're not getting it from the New York Times on social media. They're getting it from their, you know, Uncle Bob, who said, well, I saw a thing on this, who saw, you know, and it's like not, it's very difficult to know, like, are they even educated about what they said in the first place? Because they're also definitely not educated about how government fucking works, which is the other part of the problem. So I I think there are a lot of people who care. I think a lot of the people who we think don't care, it's it's probably an even split between the ones who just straight up don't give a fuck because they want to get what they want. And those are your, like, you know, really right-wing... Matt Walsh. Like, ideological right-wing people. And then the other people who are just like, well, fuck it. Like, mm-hmm. we'll do what we want. And I heard this on... I heard that it was okay on Facebook mm-hmm. from somebody else who shared something from the Daily Wire or something like that. Fucking Daily Wire. And then it's... I know. But that, but you know what I mean? Like, they, they Guy can't know. say P-word. Daily Wire. Fuck off. <laughs> I, think, I think what you're saying is accurate. I just think that there's absolutely no way to push back against it because the people that the people that are like that um you're right they weren't actually educated on how the like government works but that's something that conservatives have been pushing for and succeeded in a lot of states so so how do how do we correct that they don't want to actually correction like they don't (laughs) actually want to be corrected like they won't believe any real source so it's just like what what is there to do when so much of our country has been indoctrinated mm-hmm. for, for a lifetime? Like how I are, I agree completely. Our media is complicit. Our education system, you know, through the government has been complicit through the political process. And it's just like, what can we even do? I, <laughs> it's I, so I, hard. Yeah, I, don't know. I will that say, I, I don't have an answer. For I that. will say this. The right has been, um, for all of their faults of, you know, um, just their horrible, terrible, sexist, racist, horrid, horrific views on everything. <laughs> like, hey, don't just, forget, they're also homophobic. They are. So they you don't want to leave that out. You're right. But what one thing they're great at is messaging, uh, messaging right? Their messaging game is on point. They can, Uh they can get like motherfuckers. Like they can get like, you know, poor, like the, the, like poorer folks to, to like back tax cuts for the rich because they're framed as tax cuts to, to back, to, to back something like, Oh, the death tax. It's a tax against inheritance, like inheritance. That's terrible. And a bunch of like low income people are like, that is terrible. And it's like, motherfucker, that like does not help you. Like it is not one bit affect you, except when that money gets put into the, put into the government, they can use it. They can spend it in a way that, um, in a way that benefits you, like could like, help you, yeah. They, they, there are there is so much that the Democrats are really like 
or, or, or just the political left in general are really, really bad at actually like messaging, getting getting information out to voters. I, I know that there was uh, after like um, the ACA was passed, you would think that like there would be a concerted effort to let everyone know everything that's in the ACA that is beneficial, like um, pre-existing like the the um, you know uh, allowing pre- uh, people with pre-existing conditions to purchase healthcare at the same price as other people. Um, the, the letting you stay on your parents' plan until you're 27. Like, there are so many, like, provisions within it, and people didn't know a thing about it. And it literally took, like, years for people to go, oh, this is not something I hate. If you called it Obamacare at the time, people hated it. But yep. as as time went on, when people started to understand it, it was it was viewed more favorably. We are bad at like people understanding the things that like we want are good until like years later. <laughs> it takes years for for the messaging to actually kick in. And I don't know. I, I think that's what the major problem is. I think that the major problem is the the right is so good at just like tapping into the emotions and the anger of people, and we don't. I I've seen this like idea on Twitter a lot recently, and I've kind of been feeling it myself. Oh, it's right here. We go. <laughs> but like I I think that the Democrats have for a very long time try to just be the party of doing things the right way mm-hmm. and whereas the republicans realized a bit ago that the wrong way gets things done a lot faster and mm-hmm. better and i i don't know that we can continue to try to like oh we, we shouldn't get rid of the filibuster because it serves an important purpose and Agreed. and and it's historical and everything else and it's just like yeah but if we don't we will literally get nothing I agree. done I agree yeah. like or if we don't add supreme court justices we might never get anything progressive done hell again yeah. after this hell yeah like and and they're like well, no we shouldn't do that that's that doesn't feel ethical who's like, they this is yeah. just like there's always there's a lot this of idea, and I think that that on the left. yeah, I think it plays a lot into this that the Republicans are fine with getting dirty, and we always like to see ourselves as above it. But who is they? So who I, are the? Oh, sorry, my apologies. You go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. No, I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. But I also think there's another key point where the Republicans, like that's a very homogeneous group, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no concern for diversity there's no concern for bringing new voices into the conversation Mm -hmm. there's no concern about making sure that marginalized groups are represented where in the left the problem with being a big tent party is that there's a lot of fucking people in the tent Mm -hmm. and you're trying to make everybody happy all the time i agreed you and that is the other piece because i think katrina i think you're 100 percent right but I think this other piece of it is just a, an additional part of the problem where it's like sometimes you just got to buckle down and do the things. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you have you do have things like, you know, like the Poor People's Campaign, which is what Martin Luther King was working on when he died, that has been reinvigorated in the last, uh, you know, last couple of years. It's, it breaks down some of those divisions that have been created by the right saying like, okay, we're trying to make sure that everyone understands 
that motive, most of these motives by people in power, you know, and it's nonpartisan, but it ends up, of course, falling on the left because one party cares about people and the other one super fucking doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. where you have these sorts of campaigns where you're bringing people, you're trying to unite people saying like, hey, we need a lot of the same things. We all want good paying jobs. We all want clean, healthy, like clean water and to be healthy when we're breathing the air, like those sorts of things to unite people are really important because otherwise the left just sort of scrambles around saying we have to make every single group happy and it just it just collapses um, up on itself. And I think that that's the other part that's very frustrating when it's like, we have good things over here and no yeah. one fucking knows it. I think that we, I think that, and, and this is a, a criticism that has come from progressives, which I think is very, 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 very valid, which is that we try to err towards the more moderate side um, in as in a lot of different cases, right? We try not to piss off the moderates or the centrists of the party because we're the big tent party. So we are the party that has Ayanna Presley, but also Joe Manchin. And like, it's like, we have a problem with pushing away or, or like doing, doing uh, acts that could potentially push away um, people like Joe Manchin, like, Colin Peterson, like that motherfucker Dan Lipinski that we got out of there. But <laughs> I, I, your hatred for Dan Lipinski just always makes me smile. It's so great much. though because he's fucking gone. It's Newman time, baby. I'm done with this motherfucker. That's right. I love it. <laughs> Peterson, you're fucking next or all red. I don't care. But anyway, um, like I, I think that I think that the left does need to start behaving in a different way. And I think that with this seat, when the Republicans, if the Republicans are able to confirm um, Barrett to the seat, which let's be clear, Donald Trump is doing it because he wants to have an ally on the court and a majority on the court in case there is an issue with the election, um, which he is 100% going to try to create, right? Like that is, that is, 100% what it is he's gonna try to get a fucking like loyalty pledge from this motherfucker and and try to make sure that if there are any questions about the any questions about the um the election it goes in his favor but Mm -hmm. democrats need to after the dust is settled and when joe biden is sworn in um the democrats need to step up and go all right look uh, they did something they said should not be done, could not be done. There is nothing that says we cannot add more more uh, Supreme Court justices. So here we fucking go. Time to add some more Supreme Court justices. Uh, like the Democrats need to be the Democrats need to be like just brass knuckle brawling in this shit because we mm-hmm. we need these things. This 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 person who is going to sit on the highest court in the land has no problem with doing away with the ACA and we're in a fucking pandemic. So it is no, like it is no longer a, a like, like the left needs to all come together and say, that isn't, that is not something we will accept. We will 100% add, uh, add justices to the court to make this happen. And we did it because 
you did this. Like, Manchin has an out. Manchin can say, you did this, Republicans. You yep. added this person when you said you shouldn't do it. You said you couldn't do it last time. So here we fucking go. Like, all of these moderate Dems that are afraid to get get in the weeds, time to fucking go. Time to get in the weeds. Katrina, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Same. You gotta. You can't nod at me because. Yeah, I. I mean, I said my piece. This is Katrina. This is yeah. a podcast. This is a. To, this is a we cannot expect, like, even in the best case scenario of us taking back the presidency and taking back the Senate, you should fully expect the Senate to push through this nominee as fast as possible mm -hmm. before inauguration. Yep. We cannot expect the Republicans to hold back. So we cannot they hold they back. They have not before. Yeah. And yeah. I 100% I, I know for a fact in this debate, Joe Biden will be asked if he supports adding Supreme, Just Supreme Court justices to the court if they uh, approve this nominee. And he will say no. Right. And he is wrong, and we will convince him that he is wrong a, after he's inaugurated. I have a question. Should, um, though I know lying is bad. He's probably should, lying. Should, oh should, though I know lying is bad, should he say no on a national debate stage? He absolutely will say no. Should he I, say no is my question. I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. That's, that's a, a good question. question. Yeah. I don't know. I I am one hundred percent sure he will say no. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like I I think saying yes is good for progressives, and saying no is good for centrists slash Republicans. So based on the DNC and everything and else the, we've the, seen from the Biden the campaign, you're saying the Democratic National Convention, not yes, the not the gotcha. the convention. Gotcha. He will say no to appeal to centrists and Republicans, never Trumpers, those people. He will say no. We gotta but have Rick Wilson on the fucking team. We gotta <laughs> oh. have we gotta have David Frum on the fucking team. Gross. These guys are dope as hell. I love these bros. Uh. But but I th I I mean I don't know I don't know what gets you more votes. I don't. I really don't know. He will say no, though, for sure. What do you think? Let me tell you about what I think about never Trumpers. Here we go. Fuck all <laughs> of that. Let's right? Fuck all of that. Go off, Britain. All of that. It's fucking bullshit. Go off, you Britain. You don't get to listen. Here's the thing. You don't. I'm gonna do a Joe Biden. Here's the thing. You know, like you don't get to build a party that was that turned out to be totally fine with a fucking douchebag like Donald Trump being the nominee, despite all of the public like, oh, no, we don't like him, blah, 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 blah. They didn't like him because they, they weren't sure if that brand of just total ridiculousness would work. But once they realized that it would and they could still get all the things that they wanted, that they've been doing all these dirty tricks that Katrina is talking about mm -hmm. for the last two fucking decades. <laughs> Once they realized that that was okay, the Republican Party went, oh yeah, no, we're down, we're down. So if you were part of creating a scenario where that could happen, all you fucking never Trumpers, I see you, go to hell. <laughs> like, you don't get to look at it now and be like, oh my God. 
this was a bad idea. No yeah. fucking shit. Here, here's the thing about That's never trumpers. That's my fucking TED talk on that. I don't believe like Project Lincoln. Like here we go. Go my, off, Katrina. Go I, off, Katrina. You know what? I could understand it until the Supreme Court thing because there is not a like true Republican or conservative in the world that isn't happy about another conservative being appointed to the Supreme Court. So you know I, I really, really don't believe Project Lincoln when they're saying that it's not okay that he appoints a justice. Oh, that doesn't I, make any wait, goddamn sense can I, to me. Can I, can I actually jump in real yeah, quick? Yeah. Just real quick. Now, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm about to say is going to sound bad, but I want to preface it by saying I 100% agree Agree with Jess on on never Trump or Republicans like right like I get it you're like oh whoa the social norm has been changed like no you motherfuckers allowed like you fostered this environment sure. don't don't give me that however I <laughs> here's I'm gonna say two things one I do enjoy that there is a prominent conservative group that is giving Donald Trump the business and pissing him off uh, to a point where it throws him off his game because we need to throw him off his game. We need to throw him off his message. And I'm fine if a bunch of Republicans do that, but I want to stress this. I don't know if I've said this. I think I've, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I've said it to like friends and, and other people, but uh, don't give them money. <laughs> like, oh my God. do not donate to the Lincoln project. Donate to, <laughs> I keep calling it project Lincoln. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I let it. I let it go. It's whatever. <laughs> Sounds way it's cooler. Fine. Do not. <laughs> do not it's donate. Do not donate to Project Lincoln. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, don't, don't give those motherfuckers money. No, like, absolutely. You can give not. money directly to the cause that you care about. We gave. We gave money to uh, get Mitch or Die trying, so it fucking split it out between a bunch of different Senate candidates. If you have a Senate candidate that you're really fucking rallying for, give money directly to that Senate candidate. If you have causes that you're directly that you want to directly fund, do that. Do not give those motherfuckers money because Let me just say I, this. Here's who I'll say to give money to. Give it to your local organizations. Yep. They need it the most. Everybody donates to like the DNC and the big flashy campaigns. But the groups on the ground in your communities mm -hmm. need it the most because they're always just scraping by. Just That's to be true. clear, the um, Get Mitch or Jai Trying Fund splits the donation and gives it directly to the candidates. That's what I said. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I it isn't, it isn't going to like the DNC oh, no, or I the know. state's DNC or anything like that. It is. No, no, no. Yeah, Alcoholics is here to say <laughs> give money directly to the DCCC. We yeah. love Do not do that. <laughs> we love them and all of their decision making. We love when they run uh, fucking attack ads on other democratic candidates no, no that's a good that's a winning strategy like fuck those people like legit yeah. no no offense d triple c but like fuck those people don't do that um yeah no i i think wholeheartedly like like give give you're right give to local organizations that are yeah. working on the ground give to organizations you have passion about that you care about yep give give to reclaim the block give to black lives matter give to a lot Absolutely. of different other organizations but don't don't ever give money ever. to the to the Lincoln Project. Do or not. Project Lincoln. Or Project Fuck Lincoln. <laughs> actually, this is actually a really good time to bring this up. We're starting here at Alcoholics a new uh, pack called Project Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So give give generously. We're going to need that money to, because we are trying to elect Abraham Lincoln president again. Listen, um, that would be an interesting campaign. <laughs> yep. And I would entertain being involved. He's, I just think that that would be unique. That he's would, running, no one else is going to have that on their resume. He's running, at, he's running on the rent is too damn high party. And we are... We are trying to, like, check with, like, election lawyers if someone who has been dead for that long can run. Listen, <laughs> rules don't fucking matter exactly. anymore, Terrain. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine. We're actually it's trying fine. to we're trying to run people who are alive so that they can change the rules. <laughs> That's right. Listen, I think I'm nominating my cat for president. He would be a good, he would be a good president. He would definitely be a better president president than the one that we have now exactly so i think it's fine and he is black so he did black book. <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> oh boy here we go here we go baby um all right um so before we before we leave the scotus uh topic which we didn't fucking cover at all or we did <laughs> we did That's like fine. we dipped in we and got out it. we dipped in and out there are um there are I wanted to let I wanted to let you two talk about the like the specifics of the like impacts that could happen for um the rights of people due to this change in the court, right? We we've had a what we what we call a 5-4 conservative court with, you know, every so often there are swings. Um but now we'll be looking at well, now we'll be potentially looking at a 6-3 um uh 6-3 conservative court. Um that could drastically change the out of the out uh, the 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 landscape of um, American politics and the rights of Americans, uh, specifically minority Americans, um, specifically um, you know like like wi- like women, um, uh, non-binary folk, uh, trans folk who like need reproductive justice, uh, like the there there are a lot of um, there are a lot of ways that this could be heavily heavily fucked up for um for our country so i wanted to let you both um talk about that a little bit if you wanted to um i'll start with whomever speaks first so i'll start i think it's going to be totally fine for the usual people if you are white and male and heterosexual and if you have money and you're a christian did i miss any of the big ones i think those are it i think those are the big if you're all of those things do not worry about it it's going to continue to be fine just like it always has been Mm -hmm. up to literally right now if you're not if you don't have all of those boxes checked you are totally fucked with a Supreme Court that doesn't give a shit about you. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. It is terrifying to me that a new court in the middle of, as you so eloquently put it, a fucking pandemic could take away healthcare benefits, marriage benefits, reproductive health access, when there are already such limited avenues to getting 
any of those things that you need that are now even harder to get in a fucking pandemic. And we haven't even touched on the fact that a further conservative court will destroy the rights of anyone who is in a union. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a big fucking deal in a time when this economy is still fucking tanking. I realize that it has gotten a little bit better, but when it bottoms out, obviously it has to get a little bit better after you put a whole bunch of people out of work. Some of them do go back to work, so mm. it doesn't, you know, improving numbers is not a good thing when, the, when you start at zero. Right. You know, like, looking at all of those things in a time of economic, you know, health and social crisis in this country, like, is bananas. And then you look at the very basic fact that there's an election in 39 days. Yep. An election that has already started. Voting rights have been under attack. I mean, literally since the there were no voting rights in the beginning of this country. But, you know, we made some gains. And then in the last decade, so many of them have slid back. And states are systematically trying to keep people from voting. Like, there, there's no way that filling this seat with another ultra-conservative person does not affect the vast majority of people in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the number of reproductive health cases that have made their way up to the Supreme Court in the last decade um, should absolutely horrify people for the prospects of a 6-3 conservative court. Yep. Um, Roe v. Wade is done in that scenario. Yep. 100% done. Um, we've seen, I think, over the last year or so, um, that John Roberts was willing to be a bit of a swing vote to maintain some sort of balance on the court. Um, but with with another conservative taking Ruth's place, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. I think immigration is an area that yeah. will also be especially vulnerable. Um, just don't expect any liberal progressive policies that might get passed to be held up by the Supreme Court in the next decade or two if this happens and we don't add any justices to the court. If People can be very upset that they didn't get Bernie Sanders or another candidate who supports Medicare for All for the Democratic nomination, but Medicare for All will absolutely not stand in a Supreme Court that, that looks like this. Mm-hmm. The Green New Deal will be struck down in a court that looks like this. So I, I, it's just, this is the, the result of the like puritanistic view that some people on the left have, you know, the Supreme court, I, I was saying it in 2016. I know a lot of people were saying it in 2016 that the Supreme court 
was so important, you know, even if you didn't love Hillary, this aspect matters. And I don't think people could understand that and didn't listen. I think hopefully now they can see it, but now might be too late. So, yeah, yeah it's it's just like the Supreme Court has a lot of power, a lot well, more than people give it credit for. Absolutely. And, and I think that the other thing that it's easy to kind of gloss over because there's just so much terrible shit happening all the time is that it's not just the Supreme Court. Yeah. The judicial appointments on the lower levels, like, that's why Amy Coney Barrett is in the running, because yep. she was appointed by Trump, mm -hmm. and McConnell pushed her through, and the Democrats didn't have a chance to stop her. This has happened so many times. There were so many seats. Hundreds. Do you guys know, like, the Hundreds. number of seats that were, like, that they refused to yep. even that were fill left under Obama? Vacant under Obama. now yep. all been filled? Like, it's disgusting. Yep. Like, if, if you look at if you look at the pipeline and of mm -hmm. course they're all young you know they're they're also all white and yeah. mostly male you put, um, i mean you know, fucking like, their their game plan is just all right is this did they like is can i put this 16 year old on the court let's see let's find out <laughs> right like exactly they're trying to find like the doogie hauser of the, <laughs> you know legal system so that they can get someone on there right away you know it's just like it, it's it's so important and you know there again going back to your point Katrina like it just shows that like the Republicans got that and were willing to do whatever they could to get to this point and the Democrats were like oh it's okay we'll just follow procedures and it's like no you cannot do that anymore mm -hmm. the rules have been tossed aside we have to stop bringing a for I don't want to say knife to a gunfight because I'm not trying to like show with like this violent imagery, but like legit, we have to be willing. You know, fuck it. A flower to a fist fight. We have to be willing to punch these motherfuckers in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like we. So we speaking have to. of guns, uh, gotta say, Amy Coney Barrett, yeah. bad, big fuck, big fan of all the guns. Yep. Mm -hmm digs those guns you yes. know like so we didn't even like that's something else that we didn't even touch on mm -hmm. you know you know the first time in like two decades that there were no school shootings in this country for you know however many months it was was because all the fucking schools were closed yeah. like that's you know what i mean like when you look at all of those things well hang on hang on jess now can i just i just sure. want to say do you think that this was this could have been like a big brain Trump attempt to stop school shootings by allowing COVID-19 to ravage through our streets <laughs> so that else. so <laughs> that so that the schools couldn't be open so we would have less school shootings I think he was trying to do something good there you're right. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for uh, assuming I, the no, worst. I know. I'm with you 100%. It's so fucked up that, like, the worst thing has to happen so that one of the worst things stops happening for a little while. It's yeah, so fucked up. Like, you know, but it, but it just shows, like, this is how broken we are as a society at this point. Mm -hmm. That, like... Yep. That, like... And, I mean, look at, look at the last six months. It's really shown it, like, on that level. On the level of, like, yes, I understand that you know, 
the the murder of George Floyd is what pushed people to action, mm. but the the murder of how many hundreds of other people that were also like so many were filmed. You know yep. what I mean? Like, and it's like, well, you know. Those were okay, yep. I guess. You like, know, like it's just like this has just shown how broken we are on so many levels. We're in such a fucked up place where even when when video evidence shows that there are horrifying misdeeds committed by those who are sworn to protect us, it's still not enough to get justice. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I love this. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> No, so like things are good. I, 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 I'll just end. I'll end the SCOTUS talk on this. I, I think that we, um, clearly are in um a situation that is just absolutely horrifically bad. A six-three court is so fucked. It is so mm. fucked against justice. John Roberts, though, has as you Katrina has said, has been like seen as the swing vote. Uh, every so often on on um, recent issues has proven and shown countless times in his previous history that he has no qualms with doing away with um, all sorts of voting rights. Like he just doesn't give a fuck. Like yep. these these people do not care about the rights that are that people should have. That people just should have. Like. You, like I, people who are in the um, LGBTQ community, their 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 relationships, their marriages, their benefits are in jeopardy right now because of the people that are on this court. Uh, like their ability to get service at a specific place uh, is is in jeopardy on this court. Uh, people having health care who are who people having health care during a pandemic, their 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 health is is in jeopardy from this court. Like there is there we are in a shit situation with with these people. And it is it is bad. And we need to make sure that we understand, like, if we can't do anything right now with this, if we can't stop this right now, which I understand they're they have the votes to do it. Um that's that's fine, right? They have the votes to do. It's possible for them to do it. Then what we need to do is kick their asses in this election and fucking change some shit. We need to get on board with flipping this shit over so that we are not losing the things that we need, right? People need to not have to worry about losing their health care. Put justices on the court that will make sure their health care stays intact. People should not worry that they won't be able to make decisions for their uh, spouse because of the specific uh, genders of the relationship. Like that shouldn't matter. Put people on the court that will make sure that that shit stands. We need to make sure that we have people that are there to make sure that people continue to have the rights that they deserve, that they have no, no reason to have to lose. And Holy fuck, put people on the court that will, <laughs> change the way that policing is done in this country because i swear to god if it doesn't i'm gonna go pull down a fucking statue myself <laughs> all right <laughs> uh we will be right back <laughs> hi sometimes an alcohol takes we make mistakes and when i say we i mean me i may or may not have reference to movie that i have never seen called Weekend at Bernie's. Um, 
to reference a presidential candidate. That was an oopsie daisies on my part, and I am quite sorry. Though I think my point was understood, I regret any sort of way that it could have been interpreted in a less than less than ideal way. Anyway, back to our original schedule programming. What a glorious break that was. So we're going to end this podcast today talking about the upcoming debate. So this Tuesday, the 29th, there will be a debate that is happening in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. And it will be broken down into six 15-minute segments. Um, Is that true? That's what I. That's what I have in front of me. Oh, okay. I believe you. I just didn't. I hadn't read that. So, the, so let me let me read. This is from a CNN article um, by Dan Merica, which is very close to Dan America. America. <laughs> yeah, this is actually Dan Merica. You're right. Name. It's Dan Merck. It was Dan America. <laughs> it was. You had to change Dan the America. shit out of that. Um, the so according to him, quote the I'm re- I'm reading from the article actually the pre- first presidential debate slated for September 29th at blah 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 will be broken into six 15 minute segments. The commission said that the topics are subject to change based on quote news developments unquote. But the six segments will be Trump, sorry, the Trump and Biden records, the Supreme Court, COVID nineteen, the economy race and violence in our cities and the integrity of the election. Uh, so is this the one hosted by Chris? Wallace? This is the one hosted by Chris Wallace. Cool. So interesting. So interesting. I, I'm going to start with Katrina cause I know her views are, um, <laughs> I, I know that I know what her answers are going to be like Katrina. What are you looking for, for the debate on Tuesday? A gun. All right. Jess, you're next. Jess, what are you looking for um, for the debate coming up on Tuesday? What are are you looking for for um, either A, uh, Biden to do um, in the debate, or what topics do you think need to be brought up that may not necessarily be in the uh, specific itinerary? So which segment... Is Marianne Williamson going to be in? Is she going to be in all of them? She is. I'm assuming. I'm assuming based on what I'm reading here that she will. She'll jump in for um, things that are based on quote news developments unquote. Sure. Okay. No, that's good because I'm looking forward to that. I think that will be good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I think in an, in. In a different time, (laughs) I would be the person who would be like, let's talk about the motherfucking Supreme Court, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be terrible. Like, it's just like, it's just going to make me mad. And it's going to be like, I'm all for the framing that like, we have to look at um, the Supreme Court as 
the means of saving the Affordable Care Act because it happens to fucking be true. Right. But my instant concern is already then that it's going to ignore all of the other things that are important about the Mm -hmm. Supreme Court. Right. So I can't say that I'm looking forward to that segment. Um, The thing about the Biden record, like, that's going to be such a shit show. Like, yeah, yeah. Trump is going to say all of the crazy things Mm -hmm. and people will be like, well, Donald Trump said. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. because he's insane. So, of course, he said X insane thing. But let's be let's let's be fair. There are things that are criticizable from from the Biden record, from who Joe Biden is. It's just the problem is right. But it's juxtaposed with Donald Trump, who is quite possibly the worst on record (laughs) for being the biggest Joe Biden fan you've ever met. Oh, that's your, your... I've said it on this podcast from the beginning. I'm, I'm, I'm Joe Biden. I'm pretty sure no matter what. I'm pretty sure like has been perfect. I'm pretty sure every time you come on like before when we could like have you here in person, you would come over in your Joe Biden t-shirt and I, I did. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about the fucking Supreme Court? I will talk about Clarence Thomas right now and what Joe Biden did to Anita Hill. Yep. But all of the bad things, and not, you know, bad, like, relative to what Trump is doing now, is mm-hmm. e- like doesn't even seem like an accurate term. Like, all of the things that I have huge problems with in Joe Biden's record mm-hmm. compared to the fact that Trump is literally just letting people fucking die mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like, it's just... he like, And then Trump will bring up something about Joe Biden's son, and it'll be ridiculous, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be a mess. Yeah. It, that's, it's, that's what I think. I Looking think, forward to it. I, <laughs> I think that you're right. Like you're, you're you're gonna see. I think you're gonna see. Like, I think that there are ripe things to uh, go after Joe Biden about, and I think that I think that the smarter people on Trump's team may pick those out here or there. But I do think you are gonna like watch Donald Trump go to like the base. Uh, the base nonsense of of who he is and who a lot of his like fervent supporters are and just yeah. like randomly like throw Hunter the name Hunter Biden around or, or like what just was the company what was the Ber- company Berkisima or something something, something it's not like that. that. <laughs> but it's close. I feel like she's not far off. She's very close. But like you're gonna you're gonna like you're gonna see that I'm looking that up right now. Uh I think it's Berkisma, but I don't wanna I don't want to. I'm sure I'm wrong Burisma? too. Is it Burisma? Burisma. It's Burisma. It's Burisma. Yeah. I'm drunk as well. Anyway, so close. So close. So close. We yeah. kept just throwing that K around, not in there. Well, but, the thing is, like, Trump has the thing about Trump is, like, no discipline whatsoever. Right. So, right. like, you can start out having, like, a legitimate conversation about Joe Biden's record, and it'll turn into, you know, some crazy ass fucking nonsense yep. conspiracy theories yep. he'll, and that's he'll, where it'll go he'll end the seg he'll end the question on why joe biden refused to take uh a drug test uh for this for the for the fucking joe rogan po- uh for the joe uh, rogan podcast debate that's not happening uh katrina now now jess has mentioned that donald trump has that weakness joe biden also has a weakness which is um 
falling into the trap of being way, way, way too defensive. Yeah. Um. What do you do? You think that he will have the discipline on the night to avoid that pitfall? No. <laughs> yeah. Good. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Here we go. Here Here's we go. <laughs> yeah, baby. Here we go. Hillary Clinton performed amazingly well against Donald Trump in debates. I would agree with that. And she lost. It does not... If there is one single person out there who's like, I need to see this debate to decide whether I will be voting for Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Uh Uh-oh. We're about to hear something. Jess, cover your ears. It does not matter what happens in this debate. Because if you don't already know, you have no conscience or soul <laughs> or goodness in your heart. Wow. So what the fuck does it matter? So. What does it matter? What does any of this matter? So, so <laughs> let me. <laughs> so that existential dread is playing well. She's playing well. She's Just getting... like seriously. Yep. Joe Biden will do worse than Hillary Clinton did. There is no doubt in any thinking person's mind so what does it matter okay all right so so (laughs) let's let's let me just push back on that for a second go right ahead (laughs) joe biden is not a woman right that's true so he will automatically do better yes even though he will oh no definitely do so much worse It but will he's go also better. a fucking dude. Here's what I want to see. I want to see Joe Biden at his most Uncle Joe. Oh, oh boy. Hang on. Wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Joe Biden. Explain this. I want to see him this. take Donald Trump's shark stalking move you know like where he was just like creeping up behind hillary clinton uh-huh, uh-huh. i want to see joe do it to donald and i want to see him like just rub the shoulders a little bit wait be, like, no, wait what whispering in the ear like he did with that child whoa whoa that what? is the only way i will say joe biden wins this to be all right good all right we're gonna wow yikes what can I just say, can I just can say, can you imagine? Can I, whoa, no, firstly, no. <laughs> Secondly, I want to just make something very, very clear. Last week. I want Joe to do it like Donald. Can I stop? No, you don't. That's By the way, that sentence, <laughs> that sentence was horrifying. That was but, but, all bad. But let's, it's, let's. It's a bad, Katrina. It's a bad. It's a bad. Right? Let's be clear. Last week. Last week, I said that I thought that um, that progressives should hit Joe Biden in the head with a coconut, mm-hmm. knock him out, right. and is, I, and I we and weekend it burns him so we can get progressive stuff passed. And I would say your thing is crazier than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> your thing. There's a contest. Your thing. I I want to say she won for sure. Like, can you imagine that? No, I can't. Stop <laughs> asking me if I can imagine it. Trump's walking around with his microphone talking to people, and then there's just Joe behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, 
like, just think that we should be like super fucking scared of the coronavirus. I just <laughs> think that we should like be really cool with the police. The police are whoa, Joe, Joe, get out of here. <laughs> I I don't want. I just I just want everyone to know that I will watch this debate in complete agony, and I will hate <laughs> every moment of it. And nothing anyone could possibly say will bring me any joy. And I'm forced to do this. So the next episode will be great. Can I just ask one? I think we have one more question before we go. And it's how many white claws have you had? Three. Okay. All right, cool. I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Can I? Like, I don't know if she needs more white claws or not to have. I feel any like white right now, right now, no more white claws. Okay. We're just letting the rest of this night roll. Okay. Um, Jess, I'm gonna ask you because I don't think I can ask her. Because <laughs> I feel like Katrina's like just here as a participant now. <laughs> I don't like debates. <laughs> when you say you don't like debates, do you not like do you not like like uh, the general election debates, or do you not like the? I didn't like the you other debates. Either. You didn't like the other debates either because you hated Joe Biden at those debates, right? Yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wait? Okay. So, if he starts talking about Venezuela during this debate, I'm out. He did randomly. I will give you that. He randomly. So, so Katrina and I have had different thoughts. And Jess, I'm gonna have actually. I'm gonna ask you on 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 where oh you're God. at. Where you're at here. So I will say this. I will say that yes, one for the Democratic debates, Joe Biden was graded on a curve. Right? We were like. As long as Joe Biden, I think I said this in one of the podcasts, as long as Joe Biden doesn't trip and piss his pants, he wins. Um, but he, on numerous occasions, got walloped by other candidates and on some on some occasions held his own and, and debated to what I would say is a draw. I don't think he ever outright... On a curve. On, on a, I don't think he ever outright won a debate. I think that... Yeah. Uh, but but agree. the problem is when you're the problem is when you are um being like labeled as by certain people like oh he has dementia he doesn't have the ability he doesn't have the mental fortitude to do this he doesn't have right. the, the cognitive ability to do and then he like sit he's on a debate stage with uh, Bernie Sanders and doesn't like you know again he doesn't piss his pants he is seen at like you lowered the fucking bar for him so like, he just had to walk under it um. What do you, what did you think of Joe Biden in the debates during uh, the prime? Lower the bar. I think he has to walk over. Yeah, it. yeah, you walk over the bar. I said no. He, you said under. Uh, uh, but raise... he can't. Like he'd have to lay down. All right, motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> listen. Okay, I don't get how bars work. Shut up. It's not the limbo. You're not trying to limbo yeah, at a debate. <laughs> now that Katrina, that would be fun to watch a limbo contest. I, I'd be way more into that. Yeah, you're right. My apologies. So wait. So we now now actually this one I have a real question about. Like, am I saying if you lower the bar, he just he, walk he just has it. to walk over it, right? right. And not if trip over the bar. If you raise the bar, it's like how the fuck do I climb? Oh that? right, like what we're doing with Kamala Harris. 
Sure. It's the exact thing we're doing with Colin Harris. I know I've done it where I'm like, she's going to straight up fucking wreck Mike Pence. <laughs> like I'm putting her expectations through the roof so that if she has a great performance, it's not as good as it should be. I should stop doing that. And I haven't done it since she was. No, it's going to be fine because Mike Pence is like a piece of fucking cardboard. In right. A suit. Right, so, but I'm not worried about that at all. But the thing is, Mike Pence as a piece of cardboard in a suit doesn't fall for a lot of the political gambits that other people fall for. He doesn't take the bait on stuff that that we would assume other people would take the bait on. And I think she will land some blows, but it's definitely possible that he will just ignore those blows, and everyone's like, "He won." So, <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a white dude. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's get back to the original question. How do you think Joe Biden did in the primary debates? Um, I mean, okay. I, I agree. He was graded on a curve. I think there were some performances where I was like, what was that? Yeah. But I, I, I so I really don't think though that it, matters how he did in the primary debates mm -hmm. and, and and here's where i'm going to take a maybe a controversial position let me hear it he was very defensive and combative in the primary debates i think that attitude will could actually be helpful against trump explain please because i think there's a lot to be like that like that like sort of anger yes. that came across. I think there's a lot to be legitimately angry about mm -hmm. when debating Trump that didn't work when he was debating, you know, 438 other Democrats on the stage. Hey, I think that's how many 437. Joe Sestak never made it on that stage. Oh, that's right. Bummer. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, I, I do think, and I think it's it's a very different thing to debate people that you generally agree with on mm -hmm. policy. Like yeah. you're going to differ on the specifics, but like there's not going to be a question in a democratic debate that like, you know, should the cops just be allowed to randomly kill black people when they want Democrats are all going to be like, Hey, no, they shouldn't be able to do that. Where Trump is like, well, mm -hmm. probably. Very you know what I mean? The police. Like, be nicer to the police. Exactly. The police are real the cool. The very fine people. The very you fine know, people like, on it, both sides. It's all those things. And I, I just think, like, there was no one that he really disagreed with in the primary debates. I mean, yes, there were pretty big differences in, like, policy choices on some things. But... Mm -hmm still all on the same side right but you know? as, an, think, as an end and, goal they're they're very similar it's just yeah. he does he's not where the others are and personally where i think he should be yeah and i think then that the other thing is like they like the other democratic candidates had not spent the last four years like literally causing going out of their way to cause harm to so many people in this country mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that what we see is like that sort of angry joe biden yeah. in a very concerted like pointed way at trump like i think that that 
could actually be a good thing. Yeah. I See, hope. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, that's where, you know, I, I am trying to be optimistic about it. And mm. I, I, hope, I hope that that yeah. so, turns out to be true. So I would like to say on, on that point, I, I think I agree with you in the sense that um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree the whole way. However, I would say, um, so Joe Biden was, was constantly falling into the trap of like being defensive and angry, but it tended to be about his specific position on this that, or the other thing, or his history, his record in yeah. the, either the Obama administration or his record as a Senator, this, that, or the other thing. I, I don't like when he's that way on his own, like, on his own behalf, right? Agreed. When he's just doing it for him, it is, it, it, it doesn't, it's a terrible look. It's real bad. However, okay. when he does it on behalf of the American people, it uh -huh. is great. It is, it is so much better when you see him getting this, like, righteous indignation on behalf of, um, the the people who are just uh, the people who aren't counted, the people who are uh, lower yep. on the rungs of of American society. He is, I I think it's great when he does it. Then, so so I see what you're saying. I think that that would be great. I think that that's what we're looking for. Um, in a Joe Biden performance at a debate, I want him to. I want him to get mad because I I think that when he gets mad about these specific things, it's fucking awesome, and yeah. it's it's great to watch because it's like that's that's the happy warrior Joe that we want to see. But like, if he gets pushed on his, on his specifics, like that, and, and he takes that like angry approach, it tends yeah. to, it tends to backfire. Like I'd much rather him just, uh, just get super angry with the way that Donald Trump has, has governed for the last 6,000 years. Then it's been roughly 6,000. Yeah. Yeah. Years, like that's, that's where I'm going for. I'm going to end it on the last question of do debates matter this election cycle? Katrina? No. <laughs> Why not? Can you just give me a, I'll take one sentence and I'll just move from you. That's a, that's a, if you haven't decided already, you've already decided. All right, Jess, <laughs> do, do, do debates uh, matter this election cycle? And keep in mind, it's not just about turning the, um, turning, uh, opinions. It's also about uh, fundraising. <laughs> so, so Jess, <laughs> do you think that elections matter this election cycle? Debates. Sorry, debates matter this election cycle? So, I get where Katrina is coming from. <laughs> However, yeah. there are undecided voters. And they're not... I mean, yeah. some, some undecided voters do exist not because they think that Trump is a good guy. They think that they're not sure if they're going to vote and they're not sure if they're going to, if it's, if it's worth it to vote for Biden. So it's not, it's not that it's, it's, it's not that it's, I have to pick between Biden versus Trump. It's that they're picking between Biden versus not voting. Yeah. Or very simply not voting for the top of the ticket like these are people who exist i know it seems crazy i get that i don't personally understand that mindset because i mean look because at you're literally, a good person 
Stop it. Look, look at the state of affairs that this country is in. Like, I don't understand the mindset, but I'm telling you as someone who does a ton of voter outreach that they do exist. Yeah. I mean, we, and again, we've seen broken, data that showed the broken exists. media landscape where I had someone say, well, but Joe Biden, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to vote. Like, I don't know how I could vote for either one of them. Joe Biden can't even form a complete sentence. And mm. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Which is not what I said, but was what I wanted to say. Does it? But yeah. like, they've fallen for that. Like, he's incoherent, like, all those things. And I'm like, I think that you're seeing very specific things that are not presenting what you think they're presenting. Mm -hmm. So, like, those people do exist. And, like, people, their their trust in government is so broken and, like, was already probably somewhat broken four years ago. But now you look at it and go, well, what the actual fuck? Mm -hmm. And, like that type of undecided voter can be swayed and can be swayed if Biden comes out and does a good job of arguing for the American people and taking care of the problems that we actually have. Mm -hmm. And again, I say that because like these are the people that we talk to yeah. on a day daily basis. I, I, like, I, I personally am fucking baffled when anybody's like, well, I'm just not sure. And I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> but you know, I can't say that to them. Cause I, that is bad. I will say this. I, I think that, I think that um, it is one, it is encouraging to know that there are people that, that have the patience to just be like, Hey, like what the fuck? Like what? what I, tell me what exactly is going on that you have this trouble with making this specific decision. I think that that's great. I think that there, it's great to have people that, that are, that are, have the ability to do that. Um, I personally don't know if I do. However, I think for the next episode, I'm going to, uh, try to try as hard as I can to search out an undecided voter to have on to to chit chat about some stuff, and I I want to do it without being super rude. So I think I think, maybe, I, think I might not be. I, I think you might not be on that episode. Be able to have Katrina. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Katrina's gonna have to. I mean, I don't think you're gonna be able to find this person you're talking about. Me either. I'm gonna. If you do, count me out. I'll count you out. I I'll say this. Help me right in. Yes, that's where I am good at that. Oh, that I can't wait for job. I can't wait to add guest host to your title. Um, Listen, I'm going for like as many titles as possible. Mm -hmm. Do you think I could be the chief uh, black correspondent? No, we're gonna have to. We're gonna end the podcast on that. <laughs> can't can't do that. No. Okay. Do you want to ask why? I don't know if you want to ask why, but would you like to? Is it because I'm white? Yeah, that's like a big... Oh, that's a big... It. Foiled again. <laughs> Foiled again. Ah, oh, whiteness. Getting in the way of progress again. Um, so, bummer. So I'll I'm going to have to... I'll, I'll come up with my own next next uh, correspondent title. I, I, can't, I can't only have two. That's I feel ridiculous. Like, I feel like you have a lot. We'll talk after this. Okay. Um. So. So I'll say this. Renegotiate my contract. 
<laughs> I'll say this. Um, just to just to bring this to an end at some point somehow. Um, uh, I I think that it's it's definitely possible that there are people that are like literally waiting for debates to make their decision, and I I think it's though though it is confusing for us like people who are like tapped into all of this all of this news that it literally drives us fucking crazy um not a lot of people are they are worried about other things and they don't want to be a part of this kind of stuff and 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 i though i think that it's important that everyone is a part of the political process and that means that I think that they should be paying very close attention to the news that's going on around them. I, I understand that that's not what everyone's doing. I wish they were. It'd be really great if you all did. Please start fucking doing it. But that's not what everyone's doing. So so I do think that there are people that um, are going to go into this debate not necessarily knowing a whole lot about um Joe Biden, surprisingly enough, even though he was the vice president for uh, eight years, I think that people might be going into this not necessarily knowing a whole lot about him, uh, but knowing about the news about Donald Trump. And I think if Joe Biden is able to put out his, um, you know, put out a, a showing of like I care about the American people. I care about what's going on here, and I, I I want to ensure that the American people continue to have their rights exist, and that you know people who are like vulnerable people who are able to continue to exist. Uh, I, I think that he has a fight in him that is that is very appealing for a lot of people, and I will say that it is it's definitely possible that a lot of that appeal is the fact that he's a white man and we accept that white men fight for stuff and we don't like when other people fight for stuff. I'll accept that as what it possibly is, but I do think that that can give him the, that can give him an advantage if he's able to show that side without showing it in a way that is like, I did this thing and that was wrong, but I don't want to talk about that. Like if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if he's not defensive about himself, but defensive for the American people, I think that is something that can help him. Um, is he shows that side of a uh, side of him. Sorry, that side of himself to the American people in this um, national audience. Um, I'll, I'll just end it on that just because, I know that Katrina wants to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Um, we'll see you next week to talk about the results of the debate and, uh, you know, whatever else uh, trickles in. Make sure that you're registered to vote. Go to votespa.com and check on your voter registration. Um, if you are doing mail-in ballots there's a ballot tracker you can check um and just make sure that you are raring to go because this is a very very important election and we want to make sure that we are all ready to participate thank you jess for being here we really appreciate it whenever you are here you are so insightful and wonderful um thank you katrina thanks for slogging through this thing that you just straight up hate um thank you all for listening we'll see you next week 
Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.